0: Welcome everyone. Let's talk about BattleBards. BattleBards.com gives you access to all sorts of great sound effects. If you sign up for a Prime subscription, you'll also get access to streaming sound effects, tools that you can use to improve your games. And if you use our code STACK to sign up for that account, you'll get a 20% discount. That sounds pretty good. We are also affiliates of Dice Envy. Go to DiceEnvy.com, check them out. If you buy dice from them using the special link you'll find in our show notes you will not only get yourself a sweet set of new dice, you will help us to get a little cash that we can use to roll into our game and make it better. You can find us a bunch of different ways, Twitter and Instagram at stackodice, email stack.o.dice at gmail.com, our Wiki's, vardalon.wikia.com. and if you haven't left us a review, we'd love to hear that from you. We always appreciate Rob Irvin of Rob Irvin Voiceovers. He did the voice intro to our show. And we're hoping that we can get a lot more with him soon. Check him out on Twitter at Rob Irvin or check out his website at robervinvoiceovers.com. He does all sorts of work, has crazy affordable rates and does spectacular work. If you are enjoying our show, if you like the family friendly D actual play experience, there are lots of others out there and it's growing all the time. So I recommend if you want to check out other podcasts like ours, you can try and listen to All Ages RPG, D&D and Daughters, Fate and the Fable Maidens, Tavern Tales Jr., Relic of the Past, Sneak Attack, and the Titans of Altera. Each one features memorable characters, fun adventures, and D&D groups doing their thing, but don't forget us. The question I want to ask tonight is, you've been granted a wish on the condition that you make this wish for one of your companions... Whom do you choose, and what is your wish, Peter? I wish Wombard Bash wasn't claustrophobic.
1: That's a good one. I wish Peter had game. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Someone did it. Okay, thank you.
2: I was going to say, I wish Bash would forget when he's mad at us.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, those, those are all interesting choices. Yeah, that's good. But I think it's important to think about that. Uh, From time to time, just continuing to evaluate your relationships toward each other. And I'm glad we have had as many laughs as we had through this uh, adventure so far.
1: It's all about to end. (laughs) You'll come to (laughs)
2: pain. Not laughing now. The
0: end is nigh. Well, let's see where that goes next. On Stack Dice.
3: Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them. And as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Vardalon.
0: Hello, stackers. I'm Rhett, the Dungeon Master, for this 5th edition D&D adventure. We are in the homebrewed world of Vardalon. With me is...
2: Meredith as Tira Ironstag.
1: Michael as Womberbesh Benson Bensonmum.
0: Thank you, Peter Greyhawk. Last time, the friends continued their underwater adventure in the apparatus. Coming to an abyss, they swam across, heading for a tunnel on the far side. Just before they could make it to safety, however, they were attacked by a giant octopus. Managing to keep themselves alive within its grasp, they thought they were free, only to find themselves faced by an enormous shark. After a harrowing escape through the tunnel, they began at last to surface, Who's ready to tell a story? Me! Me. <laughs> I am. You are continuing your ascent in the water. The engines are thrumming although there is some interesting knocking noises coming from outside. The steering is acting a bit wonky. You're not able to have the same level of control that you were used to. But you are gradually making your way up and you notice the water is getting lighter around you. When at last you suddenly break through the surface of the water, you can hear sounds outside the hole. Tira, you feel a sense of relief.
2: Yes, let's let's get this thing up on land so we can get out and have a look.
0: Can we see land from here?
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like assuming we're practically right there on this show. We could be in the middle of an ocean, for goodness sakes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You've noticed there was a gradual upward slope. This, uh, because of your forward progress, okay. yeah, you're. You you can see that you're going <laughs> That's up That's a good
2: point though, Peter. I just thought like, let's get on land. Like it's ten feet away right there. But first
0: of all, where is the land? <laughs> yeah,
2: looking in all directions and see absolutely <clears throat> yeah. nothing.
0: You notice as you come up, you're also listing so you're at the surface, but you're you've got yeah. kind of a maybe a ten degree tilt. Have
2: to we the, been taking on water? No,
0: no water. Um, but some something about your steering mechanisms is just yeah. off.
2: Something's dinged up.
0: From where you are. Out in the water, through the front viewport, you can see land ahead as you roll slightly in the lapping water. You can make out the soft white sand of beaches, the dusky green of lush jungle beyond, and in the hazy distance, the steep climb of tall mountains, slopes clad in lush vegetation.
3: Oh, we're close to the south end of Muwaka.
2: How do you know that?
0: I have my map here.
3: Just kidding. I don't say that. I don't know that. I don't know that. Ignore me. Ignore me.
0: Cut that out. Cut that out.
2: <laughs> How close are we to the shore?
0: You might be two miles out.
2: All right. Um, who's the controls? Is it me? Oh, okay. If if you if you all don't have any objection, I'm going to head for that shoreline. We need to get out of the uh, get out of here and assess the damage. Sounds good to me. I'm heading over there.
0: You push forward on the stick. Yeah. It begins to make its way painfully slowly forward. Wombabash, you're feeling antsy.
1: I'm still on the floor. Oh, I you're not my, feeling antsy. You're yeah, feeling no, I've got my hand on my hands on my chest, and I'm rocking back and forth with my eyes closed and my head down.
3: Okay. I mean, if he wants to, we could just open the hatch and let him,
0: you know, get on he swimming ashore. He hasn't
2: said anything, so we're just going to yeah. continue.
0: After, I'm going to say, 20 minutes, it's painfully slow. You come at last to shallow water, and you drop the legs.
2: Yeah, yes, uh, drop the legs. I was just going to say, uh, retract. <laughs> That's the opposite.
0: Sorry. Extract.
2: Extract the legs. No, that's not, that doesn't sound right either. <laughs> that just sounds kind of weird. <laughs> no, that sound that sounds terrible. <laughs>
0: I'm
3: going to extract your legs. Like
0: a, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a kid with an ant. You know. Ew, honey. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, uh, the legs come out, and again, when they hit the silt, they start making their way. Uh, you Again, you feel that kind of off-balance feeling. You're definitely tilting. And there are some interesting hissing noises that were not there before but you make your way about i don't know 50 feet up the shore you're just coming to the end of the sand where the grass is beginning to show
2: all right and i cease it from moving kind of park it <laughs> or whatever and um i guess open the door and head out
0: okay you open the door and warm air floods into the inner chamber it's Obviously heavy with the scent of salt air, but there's also a a rich green aroma to it. And at those smells entering the cabin, you can see Thump perk up. Mm. And he's already taking it in. And you can begin to smell him taking his stab at trying to figure out the smells.
3: I also assume that there's a certain freshness to it that's yes, reviving to absolutely. all of us after yeah. being in this stifling cabin. It is
0: invigorating, but at the same time, the blast of heat that comes in is very... It's Ooh, like an oppressive, very heat. humid. Yeah, humid. Okay. Very humid.
1: I um I raise up my my head and I open up my eyes and I slowly collect my things. I stand up and I walk out of the apparatus and I turn and I just look around at everything that's there.
0: Okay, like I said, you see the white sand. It are you wearing shoes or sandals? It's our foot wrappings. Okay underneath it you can feel the warmth of the sand radiating through the wrappings and it feels soft under your feet there's the sound of the waves lapping up on the shore up ahead like i said you see the thick canopy of jungle rising you see vines hanging everywhere there's the sound of animals even you can hear birds crying in the jungle up ahead and the jungle seems to stretch left to right for miles it's immense you don't see any signs of civilization but you do see in the far distant background misty mountaintops
3: yeah simries and bakongo, do we do we have the
0: supplies to get some repairs going on this they have already gotten out of the apparatus and they as you were all standing there looking at it trying to see what damage was actually done first of all you see a shark's tooth embedded in one of the legs
3: i'm gonna take that out and put it in my pocket or my bag or whatever i'm actually wearing my common clothes i haven't been wearing my armor
2: yeah how big is it i haven't
3: been wearing my armor for a bit because like we've just been sitting inside of a crab tank so i'm just i'm i'm in my habit right now so i'm just gonna put it in a pouch inside of my
0: good luck because the tooth is probably a
3: good eight inches to a side i'm gonna hollow out the inside and wear it as a hat (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ahoy. Oh, buddy. yeah all right okay, <laughs> so you have, yeah. you have no, seriously you seriously have a giant shark i'm doing
3: I'm, I'm doing that like i i pick it out and i'm going to like
2: are I you like know, making a helmet out of it
3: i wedge it out and then i go and find like a like a sharp-edged rock or something and i'm like starting to scrape out the inside Ugh. to like yeah it's kind of scraping out the uh the root pulp. i get not the pulp
2: yeah. Yeah, I mean, this, this, that's the nervy it, part. Yeah, sure. It's sure. not sure. like that. This tooth has been there for years and years. It just got ripped out of the head of a shark, so it's going to be full of nerve endings and gums and.
3: So, uh, with the disgusted look on my face, I am uh, scooping out the junk.
2: Why are you doing this?
3: I want to keep this,
2: Peter. What do you want with that?
3: I-, I wanted hold on to this. This is cool. It's cool. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's
2: a
0: shiny rock I found. <laughs> there is a very loud hiss, and then a loud clanking sound and as you whip around to look at the apparatus you can see one half of it the the legs on the right side have all just kind of collapsed and now it's really leaning and it's looking really bad
2: mm. with reason, you need help but can i help what
0: he and bakongo already climbing over around it just to assess it and they're shaking their heads and looking very unhappy with things
2: can it be repaired
0: The Congo stands back. He is smiling, but you can see there's a tear in his eye. And he says, Well, I learned some things with this one, but I think this is the end of the road. Oh no.
2: Are you. There's nothing you can do with it?
0: We could salvage it, take parts from it, try to make something else, but this is far too damaged for me to fix.
1: Bash turns and looks and starts walking into the jungle.
0: Okay. Right. You just start walking. Your footprints linger in the sand, obviously, but your straight line in about twenty feet you're on the grass and then you just march away. Both of you roll me perception checks. I'll roll for Okay. To see if
2: we notice I'm leaving. Oh, grief.
0: Natural twenty.
2: Thank goodness.
0: Thump and Peter both suddenly cry out. Peter, what do you do? Um Bash, where
3: are you
1: going? I need to check out the forest. Okay.
2: No, not okay. Okay.
0: Wumberbash <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: is Lumberbash is leaving. Is he? Is he inside the tree line now? At this point,
0: he is maybe a good from the beginning of the grass to the edge of the jungle. You're looking at maybe a hundred feet, but the grass gets very tall very okay. quickly.
1: Um, is there a tree in my? Site like a tall tree yeah absolutely i'm gonna head to that tree because i'm gonna climb up to up as high as i can to see
0: what you notice is these trees are unlike anything you've ever seen before uh do you have you ever seen a picture of a banyan tree yes yes the roots also are big, like bulbous. no the oh, oh. roots shoot out of the yeah gotcha. yeah it's just if you look at it it looks like strings instead of a trunk and they all come down to the ground and there's hundreds of them so that, uh, that's what you see. It's going to be very easy to climb, no skill checks involved. You can clamber up.
1: Okay, I'm going to try to go to the very, very top, as, t- t- as tall as I can, just because yeah. I'm going to look in all directions just to see exactly where we are.
0: Okay. From your vantage point, and the others see you climb up this tree, so they're alarmed at first, but when they see that you're not going far, they seem to relax. You get up there, and this is the tallest tree nearby but it's not the tallest tree in the entire jungle. So you're, you're looking across some of the top of the jungle for maybe a half mile, and then it begins to ascend. You know, as it gets closer to the mountains, obviously it's going to go up. Uh, but you see lots of spreading jungle to the west of where you are. To the east, it's the line of the beach that runs north-south for as far as you can see. Again, no signs of civilization. In the jungle, you do see very small breaks on the trees where perhaps there's a stream or a river, maybe a lake. It's hard to tell from here.
2: What do you see up there, Bash?
0: What do your mystic eyes see? <laughs> yeah. Tell me, Wamba
1: bash. I, um, I ignore the uh, question and I come down from the tree and I head over to where I think I saw like a, a river or a stream because I'm gonna uh, get something to drink. And I'm going to try to fill up my um, my water bladders.
0: At this edge of the jungle, there's maybe a pool. And as you taste the water before you fill, uh, it's brackish. Okay. It's not tasty. Okay.
1: All right, so I won't fill my water bladders with this stuff.
0: More banyan trees all growing up out of the sludge. Yeah, it's not... So this
2: is kind of swampy?
0: At this point, yes. I meant to ask, how are we doing on food? You're fine. I'm not tracking that.
2: All right. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: they have some K rats in the <laughs> nutria. Yeah. <laughs> MREs mm-hmm. uh, tucked away in the apparatus. You're fine.
2: All right. So, what is, has, has he moving away? Or where, where are you now?
0: I'm not exactly trying to move away.
1: I'm I'm okay. I'm trying to look for He's some fresh water. Around.
2: All right. I, yeah. All right. Uh, so I'm going to turn to his summaries and and Bacongo and just. All right, well, if, we're, if, if all we can do is salvage parts from the apparatus, let's, let's get to work and salvage what we can and then find a place to take cover for the night because it's got to be in the afternoon by now, right?
0: Oh, yeah, it's heading toward evening. evening. Uh, you are not sure how you're going to break this thing down. And in fact, the Congo may have been a bit optimistic about the ability to salvage it. He begins to mutter to himself, and before long, he is actually shifting his thinking to maybe just trying to bury it here in the sand.
2: I have some tools on me.
0: What kind of tools? What kind of tools do? You, <laughs> what kind of tools do you have?
2: Well, I have leatherworking tools, but there's got to be.
0: He pulls out a slender knife. <laughs> I don't think this will work.
2: Not on any little piece in. I mean, what else do I got? I have. I have. I mean, I've got an axe.
3: She's got an axe.
2: Two of them, actually. I have an axe. I have a shovel. Um,
0: we can try. And so, I mean, taking what, your what
2: kind of things on there seem like they might be good to have. There's
0: if, there's pistons. There's maybe some exposed gears, things like that, but. The bulk of it is pretty solid pieces of metal that would require specialized tools or at least heavier duty tools than what you have to pry off. Maybe some of the leg parts you could manage to pry using your shovel as a lever. But in the process, you may well damage them.
1: How would you carry that stuff around even after you salvage it?
3: I
2: mean, Conkva has his
3: shell. I, I don't
2: know. They're the ones that suggested the first place. I was just trying to help them out.
0: Yeah, they, I, I think, think they were a little hasty yeah. in their assessment.
2: Were they? They <laughs> were. It's it's all their fault. <laughs> so we can probably just cut this entire conversation nope. out. No, it's staying
0: in. I've, I've got to show that I make mistakes.
2: All right. Okay. Well, anyway, so I guess after a quick analysis, we discover that there's really not anything worth salvaging that or that would be worth the trouble of carrying it with us. We don't have nothing to do with it in, in the short term, so.
0: Womberbash, give me a perception or actually a nature check. Five.
2: <laughs> give me another one.
0: <laughs> you realize you are standing in, in nature. nature. <laughs> <laughs> Good job.
2: Well, that didn't work.
0: The end. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, no,
1: no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's actually seven. <laughs>
0: You realize you're standing in hot nature. (laughs) Roll credits. (laughs) Okay, so that didn't work. Oh no! Just lower the DC. Oh, I can lower. I can take it away and just not have you roll. (laughs) Do it. Do it. (laughs) You see him? You see him over there looking around. It, It looks like he's looking for something. I'm gonna go over and help him.
2: Well, he's he was looking for water. Is that what we noticed him looking for? Yeah. What are you looking for, Bash?
1: Nature. I don't answer.
2: I know he's not answering.
1: Can I just make a
3: nature check? From the beach? Sure. Well, I'm going to like go over because he looks like he's looking for something. I'm going to go over and maybe just look around. Oh, we'll ask him and he's probably going to ignore me. And then I'm going to just kind of like join in the search for whatever. (laughs)
2: The search for you know not what?
3: Yes. I'm just going to kind of like pick up little rocks
2: and stuff. (sighs) All right. So Tira is tired and she's just been through a super bad ordeal and... Things are looking tense, so I'm getting a little bit impatient with Bash's behavior. I'm going to say, I'm going to look over and say, Bash, I know you're mad at me. I know you did not want to be in there. I know that you wanted to get out and I keep stopping you, but you can't keep ignoring me. We're never going to get anywhere on this, on this trip, on this journey. If you keep ignoring me, what are you looking for?
1: I'm going to, um... I'm gonna use uh, four side points. <laughs> My word! And I'm going to um, do swimming and um, and uh, amphibious, and I'm gonna go into the water, into the beach.
0: Into the water or the beach?
1: Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna enter through the beach, but I'm I'm going I'm walking into the water. Like
2: back to into the, the ocean? Yeah, into the
0: ocean, and I'm gonna go swimming, right now. Okay. All right. <sighs> you see him stalk. Maybe again about a hundred feet away from you down the, the beach right right toward the water he doesn 't even break stride yeah. he just walks right up to his chest leans forward and plunges in you
1: and a, his feet. as you see my feet come up you see that they look like Fins. essentially fin. there's webbing in between my my, my toes
2: and I call up to him where are you going what are you ah and I run toward the edge of the water
1: all right what I'm doing is i'm looking for some fish to eat okay so I 'm gonna get some food.
0: You are swimming under the water and it feels great after the heat of being out in the air. The salt water flowing over you and now flowing through your gills. You have your mouth open and it's just going right through your mouth and you feel yourself cooling down quickly. Go ahead and roll me a survival check. I'm going to
1: (laughs) expel a luck point.
2: I am glad you're...
0: No, this isn't about that. (laughs) Ten. Perfect. You see a cluster of fish up ahead, and as you approach, you can see them turn as a group and dart to the right. So roll me a strength athletics check. Seventeen. You surge forward with your hands. You're just... Pulling the water, you feel like a fish yourself, and you're just barreling through the water like you've never swum before. You make one last desperate lunge, and give me a dexterity check. Ten. You manage to grab the fin, the tail fin of one fish. How big is it? It's a guppy. How many kilos? It's maybe about as long as your forearm. It's not l- huge, but it's a decent size. I need to get at least three more. Okay, where are you going to put this one?
1: I'm going to um, stick it in my, my thing that holds my tunic like down so it doesn't fly up. So I'm just going to smash it in my...
2: It's still alive. It could just wriggle out. <laughs> it's like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have a fish in your pants. Okay, All fantastic. Right. God. Just where I want. <laughs> <laughs> no. Unfortunately, it's a puffer fish. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, you can try another dexterity check. Okay. Mm.
2: <laughs>
0: inspiration point.
2: <laughs> You're gonna use your inspiration for that? Uh,
1: yeah.
0: He can't use a luck point again. This is the same activity. Mm. House rule. Man, that was a
1: one. Ooh. I'm gonna do the other one. Yeah, yeah. Do the only there one. really
0: was a puffer fish.
1: Oh, okay. Twenty. <laughs> Natural.
3: No.
0: Mod. no. No. Mod. You catch a shark. This time, you propel yourself off of, let's say, a nearby rock formation, and you catch the the school of fish completely unawares, and you grab two more fish. So I only have three. You have a total of three: one in each hand and one in your pants, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it is you're wearing. Is it pants or is it like this little I don't have pants. So it's like a robe It's kind just of a thing. tunic, basically. So you have covered. one in your belt. You have a yes. fish belt. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and two fish in your hands. Okay.
1: All right. That's it then. I'll go back. Uh,
0: okay. I'll so go back. Are you tucking the other two in your belt also?
1: I'm going to, uh, yeah, I'm going to put one of them in my, in my, well, the other side. So I got one on one side, one on the other. I'm going to put the other fish in my mouth. Okay. And so I, my hands are free so I can swim.
0: All right. The one in your mouth is just wriggling. It's not happy, but after a while, it goes still. Yeah, yeah. You make your way back to shore, and you come up out of the water. He's been down there for a long time, as in a couple of minutes. And when he comes up, what do you feel?
2: I right, so I've been kind of pacing back and forth and storming on the edge there. I'm beginning, getting more and more worried about him because I didn't see him do any transforming, right. I guess. Right, right. Before he went in, I'm thinking he either took off or he got attacked. He comes back out of the water. So I see him coming up, and I say, where did you go? Why did you do that?
0: You can see uh, a of, fish uh, in his uh. mouth.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, I got this fish. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, so I'm going to walk uh, back up. Uh, I'm going to walk past Tira, and I'm going to go up to where, like, um, where's Peter? Is he with the stuff? Uh, where is stuff? Peter?
3: I'm kind of sitting by
1: the apparatus, Still scooping out the tooth guts. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay, I'm gonna so I'm gonna walk up to uh, Thump and I'm gonna uh, take one of the fish out of my pants. I'm, <laughs> you had I'm gonna, pants. I'm gonna take one of the fish out of my belt and I'm gonna hand him a fish. And I'm gonna take the third f- or the second fish and I'm gonna hand it to a and uh what's the guy's name? Bakongo. Bakongo. And I'm gonna take the, the, the third fish for myself. And I'm gonna I'm starting to basically scale it or descale it.
0: Okay. Thump looks at the fish, looks back to you, and hisses in approval, and then stands up and goes over to you, Tira, and offers you the fish.
3: Wump Thump Crack Stump is too good for this world.
2: He is. Aww.
3: (laughs) Remember when we used
0: to say that about you, Wombra Bash? (laughs) Yeah,
2: right. (laughs)
1: No. No, actually, I don't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, within, how are you preparing? Obviously, you're scaling it. Yeah, I'm scaling it.
1: it, and then I'm gonna cut it down the belly. Yep. I'm gonna scoop out the insides, clean it, and um, and I'm gonna f- flail it open a little bit. Yeah. And I'm gonna start a fire because I'm gonna I'm gonna fry it up. Okay. Or at least roast it.
0: Yeah. So that that all happens, and before too long, Assimerees and the Congo are they've located some sticks and they're roasting it over the fire. They smell delicious," says the non-fish guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so they um yeah, after a few minutes they seem ready to eat. And you all tuck in. Tira, you have some fish.
2: I'm only going to eat a little bit, but I'm, I'm going to say to thump. He gave it to you. He and-
0: takes he takes the fish. Breaks it, and then he gives some of it back to you. He gives you the head. <laughs> <laughs> eat, eat, school scoop. <laughs>
3: and I'm sitting off to the side, uh, sulkily eating some of the stuff that I scooped out of the tooth. <laughs> 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 oh, yes.
0: <laughs> yes. Tooth pulp, tooth pulp, what a treat. <laughs> <laughs> a material, hunk of dental meat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yikes. Okay.
2: No one offered Peter any fish?
0: Well... He's hoping Bash will learn from his <laughs> giving. That may be a bridge too far.
3: Yeah. I, I'm going to just like throw a withering glance, a dramatic withering glance over at Womber Bash as I literally like shove
2: <laughs> tooth guts in my mouth with
3: with sandal in it and all that stuff because I just like throw these off to the side.
0: Okay, Oh. Okay. Uh, so you are all fed one way or another.
1: <laughs> now, now, what time is it now?
0: Uh, uh, let's say it's five o'clock. Okay. It's maybe the hint of cooling off, but it's still quite humid. You're not at all used to this sort of weather.
2: Which would be better as far as comfort for staying overnight? Should we stay near the water or try and get inland under the tree canopy? I don't know which... Oh, brother. <clears throat> Well, Tira's uh, instinct is going to be to kind of get undercover and not be out in the middle of nothing. I, I, I that's, think, that's for you all to discuss yeah.
0: amongst yourselves.
3: We can chop down some trees and make a makeshift log cabin.
2: No, we're not going to do that. Um, all right. I I think that what we need to do is... Can you
0: fashion some sort of rudimentary Rudimentary lathe. lathe.
2: <laughs> lathe? Get, get off out the line, guy. <laughs> <laughs> um... I think what we need to do is head inland a little bit, get under cover of the trees and the grass, and set up a camp for the night. There's no sense in us trying to move forward through this. We don't even know where we are. Bash, did you find a likely-looking spot to make camp while you were up the tree?
1: Bash gets up and goes over to that pond, or walks over to that pond. So it's about... A, it's about the a, brackish well, water. Yeah, brackish mm-hmm. water. And I'm going to get some mud, and I'm going to smear it all over my arms and my legs and stuff, <sighs> and trying my to, face and my neck. Try to cool off. Cool off and maybe hopefully stop the mosquitoes because yeah. I'm 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 hearing them.
0: Yeah, that's something else that I meant to mention. These mosquitoes are tearing you all up. Great. You begin shaking with malaria. <laughs> yeah. Titsy.
2: Titsy flies. Tira's is gonna sigh exasperated, exasperatedly because Bash keeps ignoring her and not answering her questions.
3: <sighs> I physically slap Womber Bash. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Oh you do do
3: you. No, I
2: don't think you wanna do that. <laughs> All right. Eat strike. So heave a gusty sigh. I'm gonna follow him to the edge of the brackish pool while he's doing this nonsense. Give me a persuasion check?
1: A nature check. A nature check. Snakes are in our future.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. This is one of my lowest ones. Oh but it's
0: okay. A nineteen. You are heading for the same water hole where Womber Bash is fiddling around, and you notice something interesting. The edge of the pond, closer to the jungle, appears to be worked stone. <gasps> it's heavily overgrown, there's vines and things hanging over it, but you can see underneath it that the stones that form that bank were carved.
2: Cut. Okay. Bash, wait, stop! Not wait, stop. I guess he can keep doing what he's doing, but... Bash, look at this. So I'm going to head over there and take a closer look at them.
0: I, I see you reaching in and grabbing yeah, a handful and just pulling to the side. And you can see little markings on them. So they're chisel marks. and it's, Can I read them? They're like stone working oh, marks. Okay, yeah. Sorry. So it's obvious that these were carved and put in place for a reason.
2: These these stones are not naturally occurring. These These were carved and cut and put here, almost like it's a well or a wall? I, I, I'm not sure. My stone that. cunning doesn't... Go for it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do I that?
3: notice them? Do I notice at least Terra like, oh, wait, it's pull not aside a, a it's thing Oh, it's just
2: of... a thing. It's not a thing. It's a thing.
3: Uh, <laughs> stone cunning allows you a
2: bonus it's,
0: or advantage on the. It's a history yeah. check.
2: Okay, so do I roll two of these so, yeah, then? Yeah.
0: Double right. ones.
2: Take the higher. Yes. Plus
0: whatever. Yeah. As you continue along this bank, the embankment, and you are continuing to maybe cut with your axe or something, chopping away at the vegetation that's grown over, Mm -hmm. you begin to uncover what look like hieroglyphics, carvings of little figures in this rock. And you can tell at a glance that this is extremely old. Maybe a couple thousand years old. It's oh. ancient, and as you, uh, as you head along, you notice that this embankment drops off, and it looks like it forms a, a road. You see the beginning of paving stones that lead into the jungle.
2: Right, so I'm running my fingers along the hieroglyphics. Is there? I can't make anything out. No, it's not a language I would be able to read. Right.
0: Uh, so it, whatever it was, it was indigenous to this area, and. Uh, It's ancient. It looks like some of them might be human figures.
2: Is is it pictographs?
0: Yeah. It it looks like maybe at one time the basis of the writing system was around human figures. Okay. But maybe by this point they had become advanced enough in the script that there's only the vaguest resemblance to people. And now like you'll have a circle with a line coming down Um, or whatever. Right. You're starting to see all this script.
2: I see the beginnings of paving stones, like a little road.
0: Yes, and it heads straight into the jungle.
2: Okay. Besh, come here, look at this. It's, it's, a, it's like a road.
0: Sibola. What?
1: City of gold. Oh,
2: <laughs> grief.
3: I smell some cholt. What?
2: What is happening?
1: <laughs> what did you
2: eat
0: before we started this? What did this? you eat? <laughs> what did I eat before I existed? <laughs> Did you give him one of your mushrooms? Yes, yeah, I right. did. I did. Here, have the All son right. of this, Peter.
2: Is he fo- are you following me? Am yes. me, following me? All yeah. right. So we're just kind of... I, I'm sort of even just forgetting the rest of the party. I'm just really intrigued by this path. I'm following it like I can walk on it.
0: Yeah. Now, you can go maybe a couple steps, and then it's immediately grown over. So you would have to... You, because you rolled high enough, mm-hmm. you can kind of follow the outline of the path. But if you had rolled much lower, yeah, you would be lost within a couple steps.
2: Okay,
0: so your your keen dwarven eye and your understanding of craftsmanship, yeah, really lets you follow the path.
1: And does she? Can she? See, she can see better in
0: the darker spaces than we can. She can correct, absolutely. She mm-hmm. has dark vision.
2: Is it dark down this way, or are we under the cover of trees? Not yet, but
0: it's only a matter of maybe fifty feet before you enter the jungle. Okay. Peter, you're back on the shore. So I'm sitting there. I'm carving
3: out my shark tooth. Is it thick or flat-ish? The shark tooth is kind of. They're pointed, honey. But like, if I held it in my hands, would it be more like like a thicker tooth, or would it be like more flatter? Like, it's a
0: flatter tooth
3: okay so I'm thinking of maybe not going with a hat but perhaps making a shield of some sort it's not that big
2: Eight a buckler
3: big of big. some sort um that would be an extremely small buckler so some kind of thing that I could wear or something I assume that by now I've kind of gotten out all of the uh junk and I'm actually scooping sand into it to maybe like cover over the top to make it you know nice and solid I guess so that way it's not hollow so that a blow could like punch right through it but um, I'm, I'm thinking about maybe like putting some leather straps on one side, and I remember that Tira has her leatherworking kit, so I call out, Hey, Tira, can I borrow your leatherworking... Tira? Tira? You
0: can, as you look around, you can see them up closer to the edge of the jungle, and she seems to be almost in a trance walking toward the jungle.
1: Uh, and you see me raising my knife up behind her like
3: this. I'm just, I'm just, am just joking. <laughs> I, 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 Get
2: over it, Baz!
3: I, uh, I uh, stand up and I trot over to them to see what's going on.
0: As you go, you can hear calls from the beach. You can hear assembly saying, "What is going on? Where is everyone going?" They seem, they look like they found something over here. You can hear some muttered conversation from over there, and all three of them, Assemerees, Bacongo, and Thump, get up and they start trotting over to where Womberbash is, and you all converge at about the same time.
2: Right, so I'm just sort of running my hands over those runes, or not runes. um, Paving stones. The paving stones and the the hieroglyphics. The
0: hieroglyphics ended with the vertical embankment, and the road itself is just paving stones, not decorated.
2: Somebody was here. I don't know how long ago, but at some point, people lived here, or there was a civilization of some kind. What what happened to it?
0: You notice Asimri's is at your elbow when you start talking about ancient civilizations, yeah. and he's almost dancing. He's got his hands in front of him like he likes to do when he gets excited.
2: Do you recognize these markings, Asimri's? I
0: don't, but what a find.
2: What a find.
3: Is there any language I might at least recognize of some sort? I know Edelene, Dwarvish, Elvish, and Vonheider.
0: You come over and you take a look at where Tira pointed out the engravings, and none of it looks at all familiar.
3: Well, I'm, I'm actually kind of curious to see where this road goes, so long as it doesn't lead us too deep into the jungle.
0: We must stay together, though. Of course. We cannot stray. This is a dangerous-looking place. And in fact, as you've approached the edges of the jungle, you notice the animal sounds have faded significantly.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm going to light a torch.
0: Me too. Your torches are lit.
1: Me three.
0: Your torch is lit also.
3: So these these markings are humanoid? Like humanoid in figure-ish?
0: Like I said, once upon a time they may have been, but now it looks more like circles and lines. So they're not serpentine.
2: You said the paving sounds like... Basically disappear into the brush? Or like would I have to dig them out in order for us to keep following it?
0: Like I said, I think you with that 19 roll, Mm -hmm. plus whatever, you're able to see however slightly the sunken area where the road was laid. So you don't need to see the road itself in order to follow it. All right. Your senses and your background in craftsmanship is keen enough that you're able to see it without needing to see the stone. All right,
2: all right. Everybody stay behind me. I'm not sure that you all can see this. There was definitely a road here. I think we should follow it. I want to see where this goes. And so I'm going to kind of, I'm staying low, almost like a sidewalk or whatever, and heading off in the direction that the path goes. We weren't supposed to do that, were we?
0: <laughs> no, no, this is fine. I'm going to follow Tiro. Yeah, I'm assuming. I assume everybody Maybe we is, all are. Yeah. You have my mace. What is the order here? Me. Me. Then me. Tell you what, uh, after Tira, it's going to be a Asimores okay. and Bakongo, Wamberbash, okay. Thump, Peter. Yes. Excellent. Bring the
3: rear. So I can't. So I can
0: be picked off first. You follow the trail, and at times it does get a little hard to follow. You do a little bit of backtracking, and the deeper you go into the jungle, the greater that green smell of decay and vegetation. It's not. Not like dead animals, but just dying stuff mm-hmm. in, a, in a humid environment. Mm-hmm. Very distinct jungle smell. Combine that with standing water here and there, and it's, it's an interesting smelling place. Every now and then you'll hear a little splash or movement in the thick underbrush. At one point, a snake slithers across your path. After a bit, you do see a clearing up ahead.
2: I think I see something up here.
0: You leave the canopy and head out into the clearing, and you see a face, a large face peering at you through the vegetation.
2: Like a stone? Or a face of an actual thing?
0: You see a face. I jump. Like,
3: ah. But more realistic. You're at the
2: very back of the line, though. I'm not sure. I'm I'm the first one to see it. I'm going to throw an arm out. Without saying anything, to stop everyone behind me.
0: After a while of you standing there stock still and it doesn't move, you do realize that it is a
2: stone face. (laughs) That was my first thought until you looked at me sideways like, it's a face. I'm like, oh no, it's a thing. All right, so then uh, what what am I able to... notice about what do i surmise about it or notice about it
0: stepping around the clearing a little bit and getting around some of the vegetation you see that it's a small stone base on top of which is a four-sided face that's looking in all directions north south east and west Hmm. beyond it heading back towards some of the cover of the trees on the far side of the clearing you see what looks like an enclosure It's a stone building that's now being reclaimed by the jungle. The pilings, the stone is just being crumbled by roots. Trees are growing over it. On top of some of the buildings, trees are growing and their roots are draping down over the doorways. Mm -hmm. In this, if you were to look at it from above, it would look like a squared off letter C. You see little openings like individual cells or doors facing this inner courtyard part where large trees also grow. It's very green. There's green mossy stuff growing all over all the stone surfaces, but you can still see the ancient carving there.
1: Are there any covered... Um, are, are the roo- roofs of this enclosure like completely gone at this point, or is there, are there, is there some cover?
0: There is some cover. In fact, all of the cell doors, or I call them cell doors, I'm, I mean like monastery cells, individual mm, rooms. I thought so. Uh, their roofs were made out of stone, and so some of it is still intact. Some of it is not, but closer toward where you are, is towards the near end of that building, it seems like they've crumbled. But further back, where the trees are growing and everything, it's definitely dark inside.
2: So I'm going to step forward, and I have my hands out, and I'm still in front of the face? Or have I moved it's, around? It's to, the...
0: to your right. Oh, You've okay. moved around it. Oh, okay. And now you're looking into this courtyard area. All right.
2: So I'm walking along one of the walls with my, just kind of touching it.
0: As you're walking, you notice there are several large lumps in the courtyard, in the open area of the courtyard. Lumps. They appear to be made out of stone. And as you're approaching them, you're kind of running your hand along the stone, feeling mm-hmm. like you're I'm in just, touch I'm, with everything. Yeah, I'm just... But you're watching the stone lumps as you walk in. As you get far enough into the courtyard, you notice that they are actually stone figures that are carved to look like they're bowing to the northwest.
2: I'm going to crouch down so that I'm sort of face-to-face. Face are their faces to the ground or just... Yeah, they're they're I'm, bowing forehead to ground. All right, so I'm going to get down on, on a out. level with these. I'm just, just kind of looking all around it. Yeah. Are there any markings on them or...
0: They appear to be human figures, and you're looking probably at about 20 of them arranged mm-hmm. in a formation. I
3: would like to make a, like a religion check or something to ascertain like the purpose of their
0: bowing. 14. It's hard to tell what purpose there is. It's obvious they're in a reverential posture. They're definitely worshipping something. But there doesn't seem to be an idol here or anything that that they would have been praying to. Right. Now my
3: mind's racing about the importance, the relevance of like the direction northwest and stuff like that. Trying to figure out like, you know, my my knowledge, albeit somewhat limited, what what knowledge I do have about other cultures and the cardinal directions and stuff like that.
2: So I have been crouched down looking at them. Then I'm going to stand up. I'm going to turn it and look back at the exact direction that they are facing. What do I see back that direction?
0: At one time there may have been something you don't see anything it's all jungle beyond okay. this building.
2: So they're not in the they're not facing the direction of that stone No, facing. that's
0: behind you more toward the entrance to this courtyard. Okay.
2: Is that more to show the compass directions like it's facing each direction?
0: Could be. It's Maybe. hard to say. I can't tell. How lifelike are these lumps? Are these people? It took Tira a while to figure out what they were, and given her background with stonework, that's saying something. They're pretty they,
2: worn, I guess. They are
0: definitely worn. Some of them, the only reason you know that these are people is because some of the ones that are closer toward shelter, are were better protected. Others just look like very worn down lumps of rock.
3: Yeah. Now, of course, yeah, that could be. That could mean they've been here for a long time, but especially older civilizations, everything was a bit more stylized. You don't really have any lifelike statues of people or anything from ancient civilizations so depending on the realism that we can kind of get from these statues might tell us something i
2: think they're clearly old the wall that that we saw back by the by the pond those markings were completely unfamiliar and they were so worn that it was almost hard to see them at all the the <laughs> what is that
0: Oh my goodness, that's terrifying. You hear sounds emanating from the dark cells around you. Sounds and like suddenly, furry things come flying out. They're balls of teeth and ferocity. Oh my X. goodness. <laughs> Roll for oh initiative. My oh my
2: goodness. Man. That is
0: terrifying.
2: <laughs> natural 20. What a great time to get a natural 20.
0: You'll be first.
3: Woohoo! I, rolled, I rolled a 21. Well, okay, so you're actually going first.
2: It doesn't matter.
3: <laughs> Fifteen.
2: What a waste of a twenty. But that was ter- so mad. <laughs> that was terrifying.
3: Oh my goodness. Terrifying.
2: Was it terrifying? Absolutely terrifying.
0: The Congo and Semaris immediately begin to cower in the middle of the courtyard. But the rest of you, including Thump, have already kind of instinctively formed a circle around them. These creatures are Large quadrupeds, they have a dusky golden colored fur on them. Their hindquarters are quite a bit lower than their front legs, especially around the shoulders. You see dark spots and their heads lowered and large teeth. I mean, they're just slavering as they, are, as they come toward you and they begin to attack when Tira springs into action. All right. How many are there? There are six. uh,
3: Outside of game, I think they're hyenas.
2: All right. uh, So out comes my great ex.
0: You have two. Which one?
2: My old favorite.
0: You feel its familiar comfort in your hands. Yes. The knurled stock.
2: All right. 11, 18.
0: That is a hit. All right. The thing springs toward you, and you just lay into it with your axe. You catch it right in midair. That's how you invented the game of baseball.
2: (laughs) uh, 11. Sorry. (laughs) 11. So,
0: 12, 11. (laughs) Three. (laughs) If you can't get it right, it's going to be a one. I know. All right. You hit, and your axe just cleaves right through it. It leaps and... You just cut it right in half. It goes down with a horrible yelp. Ah! And because of your feet, you are able to swing into your next attack.
2: Yay! I swing at the next one coming at me with a backstroke or whatever. Thirteen. That's a hit. Yeah! Uh,
0: nine. You take that one down, too. <laughs> Tira, you are spattered. And your axe is just dripping while you're holding And it, I'm just man. heaving. <sighs> Next is Peter.
3: Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna mace. It's bop stick time. <laughs> Ma 20.
0: That's a hit. I thought so.
2: Yeah, 13 was a hit.
0: <gasps> Eight points of damage. You cave in this one's skull. Crunch. Bash, your turn.
1: Uh,. Two side points, tough hide. And then I'm going to um, take out my (laughs) Panabas and um, try to hit the one closest to me. Okay.
0: 16. That's a hit. (laughs) Seven. You take that one down. Your Panabas cleaves into it. There's only three of them left. More emerge from the dark cells. <laughs> it's so creepy. Oh my. I mean, it, yeah, it's like there's. <laughs> so you, between the three of you, you've taken out four
2: of the original six, but more have come out.
0: Tira, one of them springs at you and rolls a nine.
2: Uh, That's not going to yep.
0: hit. Its companion leaps at you, Peter. And hit uh, rolls an 18 total. Yeah, it's not going to hit. Okay, you've managed to bring your shield up, and the hot breath washes over your face, and its teeth snap, but you manage to shove it back.
3: I f- flash my cloak in its face. I tickle its nose with the hem of my <laughs> cloak. What? Oh, I, 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 wear, I have a, a cloak of protection. Grants a plus one to my armor class. It makes my armor class a 19.
0: Two of them, sensing weakness try to get past Peter. Mm-hmm. So you get one attack of opportunity on one of them.
3: That's going to hit. That was like an 18 plus whatever. Yep. Good.
0: redunk number I have. That's going to be a five. So you manage to get one of them, but the other one coming to your other side gets around you and leaps for Isimmeries.
3: Is Isimmeries within five feet of me? He is. I, I impose this advantage on that. I have protection.
0: Okay, so then it's just going to be a regular roll. It hits. Tom! The teeth snap and you hear a, a terrible cry from Asimerees. <laughs> and he takes some damage. Uh-oh. You can see him go down underneath this thing. And you see the head just ripping back and forth as it's trying to savage Asimerees. He's got his arms up in front of him and you can hear him screaming Isimeries! out. Don't you dare kill the little guy. Thump, seeing that, whips around, fits an arrow smoothly into his bow, and shoots. His bow sings. The feathered shaft strikes the beast square in the side. Get him! And the beast (coughs) rolls over off of a who springs back up and hides behind one of the stone lumps. We need to close up our circle.
2: On it! (laughs) (laughs) Everyone
0: get closer. You all begin backing in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's just say that. So on each of your turns, you'll just. Part of your movement will be backing up, which means that you will be giving up your attack this round. Is that okay with you? If you're going to close the circle.
3: On second thought, don't close the circle.
0: (laughs) I don't want to give up my attack. Okay, that's up to you. That's why I say,
3: on second thought, don't cut that. <laughs> do, uh, on second thought, do not that. <laughs> do
2: not that thing. So Peter calls out, close up the circle. I and I say, forget that. And I raise my axe and, <laughs> uh, yeah, play, and swing and swing again.
3: Go, and after, after you it. say that, I go, point taken.
2: <laughs> Swinging in again. That was terrible. <laughs> you <laughs> Sing, are on a roll. You're on a roll. Welcome to my world. 15 plus whatever. Yeah. Max damage 16.
0: that did work. <laughs> yep. You split that one right down the middle. Yep. And go right into your next attack if you want to take it.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> if I want to take it. <laughs> 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 17 plus whatever. 10. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Roar! She Tira is practically dancing from one opponent to the next. I mean, she's just whirling, and you can see her blade as she swings it. To see spatters going off onto the stone.
2: I'm going to be such a hot mess when this is over.
0: Here you are. <laughs> Womberbash. Just kidding. That's Peter. Peter, it's your turn.
3: Um, it's time for some thunderous smite.
2: Mm, all right.
3: So I cast thunderous smite on my mace. Okay. Mm.
0: That's a bonus action.
3: Aye. All right, so that adds a 2d6 to my... Uh, d- overall damage. Also allowing me to make a sound of a clap of thunder within three hundred feet of me. All right, so <sighs> ten. That misses. Of course, it does. All right. Well, that ends my turn. But Your- thunder smite. Like, like I, I feel like my mace is just kind of like vibrating in my hand.
0: I can imagine it with little crackles of energy running down it. Yeah, it's just kind of vibrating with the eagerness to make noise. There's a solid thump sound as your mace's head hits the turf, but that's it. (laughs) The grass takes 14 points of damage.
2: (laughs) That's fire to the jungle. You just
0: killed that grass. Okay. That
2: grass
1: is dead. Bash. I am going to uh, spend um, two side points uh, on brute, brute strike. And I'm going to try to hit another beast. Thirteen.
0: Thirteen hits. Okay.
1: And that is going to be my panabus plus
0: two of these. I can see you swing the panabus up above your head. You go up on your tiptoes and you just yeah. <gasps> nine points of damage. Uh, yeah, you just about cut the head off of this one. Um, as it snarls this way towards you you just bring that blade down and it does the rest for you one attacks peter and gets a 20 total ooh yeah i think that might hit <laughs> maybe learning from its companion it goes under your shield and sinks its teeth into your ooh. leg ooh you take 2 points of damage mm. i go ouch but it's got bacteria in its saliva. That's right. So unless you get like that. Like a Komodo dragon. Yeah, exactly. Uh, another one runs from its cell across the courtyard towards you, Womberbash. Okay. Uh, 18.
1: Uh, that would be a hit.
0: <laughs> one point of damage.
1: <laughs> Man, it these
2: It trips guys. him <laughs> as it runs by.
0: And two more come after you, Tira. 20 and... That's it. You take one point of damage. They are not doing much on there. Maybe they've, they're have they used to easier prey. Yeah. At this, a large figure looks like a huge version of these others. He emerges from the central cell where the tree roots drape over the door especially. Its shoulder's almost pushing the stone out of the way. It looks like one of the wargs from Lord of the Rings. It surveys the scene, sees... It's it's minions. <laughs> uh, running this way and that. It's chaos and it it sees how many of them are lying on the ground and it leaps forward toward you womberbash.
2: 19.
1: I am going to do a reaction of five side points. Mm which means I'm going to do a sudden shift. As a reaction, when you are hit by an attack, you shift down to a minute size to avoid the attack. The attack misses, and you move up to five feet away without provoking an opportunity attack before returning to a normal size.
0: Are you kidding me? <laughs> Get this. Uh. <laughs> I'll see that and raise it. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, okay. Oh, say, oh, I thought I had a trump card on that one. Yeah. <laughs> It looks certain that it's got you. I mean, it, it's, it sees you go down under its paws, and when you suddenly, zoop, shrink down to nothing. Its paws keep going. It, it suddenly looks very confused. In slow motion, you can see it. And it continues its charge right toward the center of your formation, oh, no. where a okay. okay. and and Bakongo are. So on its next turn, that's very likely who the, it's going to attack. Okay. All right thump seeing this new threat turns and he tries to take a shot at it no do do three arrows do three arrows he doesn't (laughs) what he does is seeing it coming thump clutches at his chest and you see him
1: (sighs) (sighs) yes
0: lightning erupts from his mouth in a straight line (laughs) yes (sighs) yes Okay, he needs to beat a 12. You can do a thump. Oh no! He did not beat a 12. Oh. oh, nice. The giant beast, in its wild rush toward the middle of your formation, thinks that it's got them under its paws again, and then suddenly it's just blindsided by this blue crackling massive of lightning that strikes it square in the side. It takes the damage. And a smoking hole appears in its fur. There's a gigantic yelp. But it's not down. Hmm. That is it for Thump. He slumps forward after that, mm-hmm. rests the hand on one of the stone figures, and then straightens up, ready for his next attack. Tira back to you, Peter, then Bash.
2: All right, so is going to charge straight for the giant beast and go into a rage. Her Vision goes red almost... And, and she, she seems to swell. She's not really, obviously. I'm not, I don't transform for a rage, but because I'm like, heaving and I got my arms out and I'm ready, and I just teeth bared and just, ah! And I head right for the guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you trip over one of the you stone figures.
2: <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do anything. I did nine.
0: Do you have your inspiration? <gasps>
3: yes. Ew. Inspiration point. You're gonna roll a natural one, just like I did. I'm telling you.
2: What the? Would you?
1: Now, okay, now, now he messed it up.
2: Okay, if I get a one, I'm blaming you.
1: You're grounded. You're grounded.
2: Fourteen.
1: I thought that was a
3: one because I saw like the seven, and I was like, huh, that is a hit.
0: Yes. Your axe flashes forward, and there's the one. Plus I came
2: out five, on. T- it's a five total.
0: Don't you do extra rage damage? Yes.
2: I thought I took half damage myself.
0: And you deal an additional oh, plus two. Yep, so, additional two. So
2: five seven that, total.
0: Great. Fifth level. So for rolling a one on your damage die, yeah. you really came out ahead.
2: So because I hit, then does my ancestral protector come out? Yes. Okay.
0: Yes. Thank you.
2: So I hit that guy and did damage, and so now my mom has, has is my mom. <sighs> My mother has come out and is circling him, I guess. I don't know. Why don't
0: you describe it? Yeah, how, how do you want it to be? Is she-, <laughs> she, she
2: prowls around. Okay. So that no matter, you know, once, once he turns to attack whoever. Gotcha. She just gotcha. adjusts. Gotcha. But she's just prowling until he makes up his mind.
0: You're fifth level, right? I am. Your rage damage is plus three.
2: Sweet. So it was eight points then.
0: Why don't you adjust that on your sheet, too, so you don't forget it?
2: I don't have it written on my sheet anywhere. So. <laughs> You're getting extra
0: points on Norse Battle thing. <laughs> After calling a one. <laughs> all right, so
3: I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt on uh, the, uh, the
0: Witchmobob. You're just applying all sorts of bad things to this thing. That's going to be a uh, uh, 19. 19 is a hit.
2: How many do you need? Whoa, careful.
0: All of these.
3: What? No, I'm kidding. It's just four. It's
2: <laughs> like, wow.
3: 18 points of damage. And advantage on the next attack against it.
0: Anybody. Anybody. Anybody, attack, yeah. anybody
1: gets advantage.
0: Bash, your turn. You I'm get...
1: going to attack it with advantage. <laughs> Hang on, a I'm going to spend uh, five side points on brute strike. 16. That's a hit. Okay.
0: That's a lot of dice. No
2: joke.
1: This is getting out of hand. This is 20, 24, 27 points of damage. (laughs) Get
0: out. (laughs) Get out. (laughs) Your panavis just... I can see you swinging it down, and just as you're about to make contact, you lift up to give it that extra bit of oomph, and it cuts to the bones on this thing. Yes. It howls in a way that chills your blood.
2: Not mine.
0: <laughs> chills most people's blood. <laughs> most sane And it turns blood. to just try and gnash at you. Okay. And as it does, it falls dead at your feet. Oh. Good job. Thanks for Woo! the advantage. Yes, Thanks yes. Thanks for the advantage. The rest of the hyenas see this, and they flee. They just flee right out into the jungle, and they leave behind all their dead. Can I roar like a lion as they leave? That is the last thing the hyenas hear <laughs> as they tuck their tails between their legs and run, and you hear no more of them.
3: Good to know that we just suddenly realized they're hyenas.
2: <laughs> I always picture them as yeah, hyenas. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, 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 I need.
1: That is like an unnerving sound. That is, so, it is so terrifying.
3: <laughs> I, mean, you, I mean, like, yeah. you know, you hear about mythology about these horrific demons that sound like people and stuff. And you kind of have to wonder. They got a lot of inspiration from the kind of creatures mm-hmm. that they live with.
0: Mm-hmm. Some weird stuff. From that central room, you can see the glint of something. Go check it out. I'm going to go look at I'm gonna, the I'm something. I'm going to look. I'm going to pick oh, up I'm my wait. torch and head on over there. Okay, oh, all three that. of you are Just... trying to work your way through the door at the same time. we right <laughs> We're elbowing each other. Yeah. We all get, like, stuck it's that the scene from, in scene from. <laughs> it's that scene from Dumb and Dumber where they're both trying <laughs> to. <Yeah. laughs> okay. Time
2: out. Oh, no.
0: Let me turn to the
3: DMG here. Yeah. I thought there was something suspicious when he was flagging no. us to s- pass him the uh, DMG. Meredith, roll me 5d6. Well, no, I don't actually, if, let Thane yeah, do, th- yeah, no, no, do No, no, no. I don't know if Bash has... If, if okay, Bash has oh, me? Oh, okay. He um, just needs I, somebody who has 5d6 to five roll.
2: 5d6,
0: okay. Michael, roll 4d6. Meredith, roll 3d6. And Ten. I, I want one person to write this down so that we don't have the same treasure recorded multiple times. I got it. Right. Okay. It. Thane, what was your roll total? 21. There's a stone basin in here that apparently once held offerings to whatever was worshiped here. Inside, you find a pile of green coins. And as you look at them, you see that some of them are made of different metals. So basically, 21 copper. What did you roll? I rolled a um, 14. 14 silver. Meredith? 10. 10 gold. And Thane, 1d6. Four. Four platinum. It's a modest treasure compared to some other things that you've done in the past, but it's something. I'll take this. But I mean, we only fought hyenas.
2: And it's a really, really old temple. really yeah.
0: <laughs> old So what I want to show you...
2: Ooh, is there a picture that that inspired...
0: So there's an actual temple in India or Southeast Asia somewhere oh, nice. that is actually out in the banyan trees and it has all these little rooms that come out into an open area and the trees grow around the doors and everything it's mm-hmm. it's really neat i remember seeing a picture of it when i was younger and it's always kind of been in my head mm-hmm. and we'll try and post a picture of it or a link to it yeah yeah in on twitter and in instagram so can we go into the room and sort of take shelter in there absolutely all right so- you walk you maybe less you wamberbash but the others, as you enter here, it's just filled with that animal smell. It's obviously been yeah. inhabited for a long time by these creatures, but you do have a place to stay that gives you some shelter where there's a single entrance where it's going to be easier to spend the night for sure. And we fall asleep to the comforting smell of dead and rotting hyenas.
1: Yeah, right? Um, how? Uh, I wonder how hy- hyenas taste wonder if we could Wong- cut off one of their legs, like that big, huge thing, and maybe just fry it up a little bit and see what you, happens.
3: You can do that. I am I'm going to do be. not that.
0: Hyenas can eat anything. They can eat bone. They can eat horn. They can eat anything. They're, Bone's
1: got marrow, and marrow tastes good.
0: They're basically the... How do you know that? <laughs> they're basically the four-legged equivalent of a vulture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really neat. Um, so... While Womberbash is figuring out how to cut up a hyena, we're going to call it here. And I just, I was happy about the sounds, finding actual hyena sounds yeah. to play. I've always wondered what they sounded like. And when I heard them, Rhiannon and I were upstairs in my room listening. And uh, yeah, we were just going. Ew. We should turn the lights off, actually, yeah, right. we did it. Yeah. Eey. Okay. For experience points. points. You're going to get four for the battle, a discovery point for finding this ancient temple. <laughs> Michael is excited. <laughs> I wonder why. Because he's about to get a minus 10 experience point penalty. Please, <laughs> <laughs> please, please.
2: For please. being a belligerent little jerk and never answering Tira's questions. <laughs> yes, please I'm do playing that. i character.
0: Okay. Let's have the Norse battle. <laughs>
2: Well, I wouldn't nominate myself for all my awesome defeating of all the Heinz, but I got that. I got that. You know, I got the um, benefit of that in game, so i never
1: mind. I nominate Peter as a proxy for Thane for <laughs> getting an extra point of damage for uh, for Tira. <laughs> That's fine.
3: Uh, can I way to be? Can I get some extra experience points for um, uh, for for like the shark tooth? Just all the stuff that I wanted to do with that.
0: Wearing it as a hat. <laughs> <laughs> or
3: using it as a buckler of some sort. I, or, I don't know. Something. I'll give you
0: one for your heads up with getting Tira her right rage damage. And one, I guess, for trying to find a creative way to use a giant shark's tooth. <laughs> <laughs> I like Tira's successful use of stone cunning. Yes. And find getting you to this place. Yep. We'll figure out what this temple is next time. Alright, well I think that's it for nominations, right? Any others? No. Alright, so let's go ahead and hear those XP.
2: Tira is 77 points in level 5.
0: Wamberbash is 0 points, but now level 6. Peter Greyhawk is 83 experience points into level 5. I just thought of something. I may slide this to the opening. What I would like is we're going to go on this weekly basis up until May 18th when we have our live performance at the library. On that day, as long as everything works out, I'd like for us to go to a nice celebration after our library appearance. Yeah, the finale. Uh, So I'd like to, if you can bring your family. Oh, do Uh, I have to bring them? Yeah, you do. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, sure, I can do that. I'd (laughs) like to have pictures of the Stack of Dice family and just... Us having fun together yeah. and celebrating—you know—if we want to do something special, I don't know. Define special, like wearing—I don't know if you want to wear something or bring. You know, bring we don't have T-shirts. We will buy the live appearance if things work out properly. Okay, uh, so we'll need to figure out the design.
1: I thought we would take the Stack of Dice logo, right? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, and then just do wait until I get a long rest. Yeah, there's that too. Oh, yeah, we should, right. I think
2: we should each, like, if we're going to wear them, we should each have ones that have a different saying on them.
1: Yeah, but one at a time is,
0: is more expensive than. I was thinking of just a bulk purchase. But, I mean, we can, we can see what it would cost to do a Tira shirt and a Bash shirt and a Peter shirt. I know what mine would be. Oh, no, my sanity. <laughs> I thought
3: it
1: was I'm coming with you yeah now here's the deal we could get the bulk shirts but you can get iron-ons that's true and you can put the iron-on things on the backs that has our name that's true and so that way we don't have to pay extra money for them to actually do that yeah
0: it might be worth looking into yeah just think about it um I want to have shirts to give away to people who come visit
1: until they run out. Yeah, actually, you know what? So we, we've gotten shirts several times. One for our Go Club that we sponsored, and for Girl her, Scouts. Her, yeah, Girl Scouts. So we got somebody we might be able to go to for. Um...
2: I know a guy. Hey. Yeah, I know a
1: guy. Yeah, don't forget that. Yeah, yeah. No,
2: I didn't. We. Just, we didn't I, come I up honestly, people in I the really, I know a
1: guy. He
3: he used to live in this jungle. Yeah, like... yeah. I, was, I was about to say. I know a guy. His name is Crazy Coop. Charles
1: <laughs>
2: crazy kook.
1: I, I really don't think Bash is really gonna employ that one, honestly.
2: Well that's why you only get one. That's up
0: to you. Okay, because I,
1: I just don't see him knowing anybody.
0: That's yeah. that is true. Although maybe you've heard of someone or from all the animals that he hangs out with. Hey, maybe. Wait.
2: He, he's only lived with animals since he was twelve. He did have parents. Yep. yep.
0: And your parents knew people.
2: Anyway. Right. So you gotta wrap us up here.
0: Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will see you here again next time at Stack of Dice.
3: A disgusted look on my face.
2: Face on
3: oh, your face, <laughs> disgusted look on my face. With disgusted look on my face. My faith in Vashon is yes, that's disgusted. Right. disgusted. <laughs>